Welcome to Living Water Radio. Have you ever experienced disappointment? Maybe you're disappointed right now in the lack of an accessible coronavirus vaccine or treatment, or the slowness of the economic recovery, or in your political party, or the other one, or in your life in isolation. Today we're going to look at a hope that does not disappoint us. In fact, it brings us a life that really is life. My name is Pastor David Burkadall. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California and in San Dimas, California for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the 110 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. I could not see well as a child, but I didn't know it. I thought everyone saw things as I did, blurry from a distance. I remember sitting close to the TV and up front at the movies. I would sit close to the blackboard at school, and if necessary, I would look through a little pinhole I made with my thumbs and forefingers that made things sharper. I think I was in fourth grade when I got glasses. I remember vividly walking to school the next day and looking at the tall trees. I could see leaves at the top. I could see stop signs from a block away. I literally could see the big picture. The Bible's book of Proverbs, the 29th chapter, the 18th verse, in the King James Version says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. One of my colleagues once said, Where there is no vision, there is a Lutheran parish. Hey, now, I don't think that's fair. I think that could describe a lot of maybe most of our Christian congregations. The problem is that we don't see the big picture. Many of us lack a vision for ministry beyond ourselves or what the world likes about us. The New Revised Standard Version translation renders that same passage as, where there is no prophecy, the people cast off restraint. That's interesting, isn't it? Vision is rendered as a voice from God, and perish is equivalent to casting off restraint or not living by the law of God. Jesus often made the distinction between physically seeing and not getting the point, like, do you have eyes and fail to see? In Mark chapter 8, verse 18. One of my cousins is a well-known and influential jazz guitarist, Pat Metheny. We go to his concerts whenever he's in town. We go backstage after the concert and wait for him and the band to catch their breath and then to come out and see people. There are usually a lot of industry people backstage as well. It never fails that as I look around the room, I see other pairs of eyes scanning the scene, and when our eyes meet, I see this flicker of disappointment. He's nobody famous, and the eyes move on. It has never bothered me. In fact, it strikes me as kind of funny, but also sad to see so many people who are so attached to celebrity that it is all they care to see in a person. The origin of their disappointment is a standard of status that is attached to the other person's success, or lack of it, by their standards. The Lakers won their 17th national championship last night. It was an exciting series, ending an unusual season. Watching those games and the contributions made by the whole team, I thought about my favorite Laker, Derek Fisher. 
Derek Fisher was not flashy. He was not a superstar. He was just the guy you called in when you want to get the job done. In other words, he was the most Lutheran of all the Lakers. I once shared that story in a sermon. A man who had been coming to worship with his wife, but who was not yet a member, later started attending our membership classes. I asked him one day, as I usually ask everybody in those classes, what had led him to become a member of our church. He said, I heard you talk about Derek Fisher, and I realized that I have been a Lutheran all my life, but didn't know it. What is God's standard of success? It is a life lived for others. It is not always an easy life, but it is an abundant life, life that really is life. I posted a meme in Facebook that contains the words of Yoda in the Star Wars movie The Phantom Menace to Anakin Skywalker, who later becomes Darth Vader. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. In his letter to the church at Rome, in Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 5, Paul says, And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. My eyesight eventually grew to 2400 and stayed there through most of my adulthood. And then I needed cataract surgery a few years ago. The results of having cataract surgery weren't as dramatic as getting glasses, but it improved my vision. I now need glasses for reading, but that's it. My eyesight was made better overall. How do we improve the vision of the church? How do we open the heart of the church to the power of the Holy Spirit, to see the big picture of God's work beyond each person's concern, beyond each congregation's concerns, beyond things like making the budget, preserving a history, or attracting more young people to save the church? How do we change the focus of the church to call, gather, equip, and make holy people into the whole church as its central activity? We can't. We can only open our hearts to the living water that transforms and nourishes us and get out of God's way. We can only ask God to put our hearts right and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit leading us into service. What do you think? What brings you affirmation and hope? How do you respond when the world judges you by its standards? Ross Duthat, a conservative opinion section editor and writer for the New York Times, wrote a book called Bad Religion a few years ago. He chronicles what he believes has put the church in its current position. He finds that most of our wounds have been self-inflicted. Near the end, he notes that the church has been in the same position for the, in the past that we find ourselves in today, with the loss of influence, the decline in numbers, and a feeling that it will soon go out of existence effect, except as a few museums. He said that in every case, two things have brought the church back, the arts and holy living. The arts because they are a means of communication with the world, holy living because it is a credible witness to what the church has to offer those who know there is something important that is missing in their lives. What is missing is not to be made better. It is a savior. What is missing is not more entertainment, but something that is real. What is missing is not something that they can make the most important thing in their lives. 
but that God is everything. God accepts us as we are, but God never leaves us as we are. God makes us better from the inside out, even with lives that are difficult and rebellious. God does not abandon us. God is steadfast. Our hope is in God, who, no matter what, looks upon us with eyes of love. That hope does not disappoint us. Today, let's remember to pray for those struggling with all forms of violence, with mental health issues, and with substance abuse. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at the Revs David and Sally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have currently available and support the church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.